Hello and welcome to season 2 of Mythical Storytelling by Shinjan. I'm your host and storyteller Shinjan. As regular listeners to my podcast know, I've always been fascinated by myths and legends from across the world. So if you like me are interested in them, then this is the right podcast for you. In season 1, I focused on Greco-Roman mythology. In this season, I'm bringing you stories, legends and myths from the Norse mythology. So without further ado, let's start this episode of Mythical Storytelling. Today's story is called King Olaf, as retold by Annie Kinglesmith. A great army of men came into the Northland. They overcame all the warriors of that land, killed the king, and took possession of the kingdom. The queen fled away through the mountains with a little son. the home of one of her old vassals but soon the soldiers came to find and kill the little prince again the queen fled but her enemies always found her at last she was afraid to stay in any part of her own country so she sailed away to another land on the way the ship was attacked by pirates the little prince was taken and sold as a slave One day the king of the country in which he was a slave saw him and bought him he was given to the queen for a page the little olaf was brave and handsome the king had no son so he made the little slave his son olaf was taught to be courteous and truthful he was trained to fight with sword and spear he could hunt and skate and swim and walk on snowshoes when he was at sea he could run outside the ship on the oars he could stand on the ship rail when the sea was the roughest he could use his sword with either hand and throw two spears at once when he was grown to be a man the king gave him ships and an army so that he might go and get back his kingdom at the same time Another king was going with a great army to conquer Olaf's kingdom. Olaf went into the church to pray for a blessing on his journey. While he was praying, one of his warriors hurried in to tell him that the other king had set sail. But Olaf would not go until he had finished his prayer. Then he set sail. He could see the ships far ahead. Soon they came in sight of Olaf's kingdom. Then Olaf prayed the sea to roll over the land and make a shorter way for him. The sea swept over the land and Olaf sailed on. As the water covered the ground, the hill trolls ran out and cursed him. Olaf said, "Be turned into stones till I return." The trolls changed to pebbles and rolled down the hillsides into the valleys where they are found even yet. Olaf reached his kingdom first. The people received him gladly. They made him king and drove out the army that had come against the kingdom. Then Olaf called his vassals to a great feast. They feasted all day long. Suddenly, the door swung open. On the doorstep stood a tall man, wrapped in a blue cloak. King Olaf called the stranger to sit beside him. All night long, He told them wonderful tales of the gods and of heroes. 
The night was almost over before they went to bed. In the morning, the guest was gone. The doors were locked. The guard had seen no one. Then the king and his men whispered, "It was Odin himself." Now, before we carry on, don't forget to check out Instacart to receive fresh local groceries delivered right to your doorstep in as little as one hour. Instacart gives you a limited grocery deliveries for one low monthly fee, and to receive free delivery on your first order of over thirty-five dollars, and to support the show, sign up to Instacart using the link in the show description. Also, if you like my podcast, you can now show your appreciation by buying me a coffee. You can do that by simply going to www.buymeacoffee.com/shinjanb. This link is also available in the episode description. Thank you so much. Right, let's carry on with the story now. Away to the north lived a warlock called Rand the Strong. He worshipped the storm finds, who often made storms to wreck ships for him. When Olaf came into his kingdom, he determined to punish Rand. He sailed away to the north. When it was dark, Olaf's ship crept softly up the bay. Olaf and his men rushed in and overcame Rand the Strong before he was awake. Then they sailed southward, taking his dragon ship with them. Never had such a ship been seen in the kingdom. But Olaf wanted a finer ship. He called Thorberg Skafting, the master builder, and told him to build a dragon ship twice as wide and twice as long. Thorberg Skafting whistled and sang for joy. His men too laughed and sang when they heard him. All day long they hammered and hewed. The noise sounded like music to Thorberg's skafting. At last the ship was finished. and Olaf and his warriors came to see it when they came into the shipyard the workmen stood staring someone had cut the sides of the ship from end to end the king's face grew red with anger and he vowed to kill the man who did the deed thorberg skafting smiled and said i am the man then he smoothed the sides of the ship until olaf said she was more beautiful than before The ship was bright with gilding and the figurehead was a golden dragon. Olaf named her the Long Serpent. He sailed in the sea in the Long Serpent many years. No king was strong enough to overcome him in battle. But at last three kings came against him at once. Olaf sailed with his fleet to meet them. When he came in sight, he ordered his sails to be struck. so that his ships could not sail away he lashed his ships three together and let them drift towards the enemy then he ordered his war horns to be played and the music sounded far out across the water king olaf stood on the front of the ship his shield and his armor were of gold and he carried his bow and arrows in his hand a sailor said The long serpent lies too far ahead. We will have too hard a fight. Olaf drew his bow to shoot him, but the sailor said, "Shoot at the enemy. You need me." When the ships of the enemy struck against Olaf's ships, Eric, one of the three kings, cut the ropes that bound Olaf's ships together, and they drifted apart. Einar, one of Olaf's warriors, aimed all his arrows at King Eric. But Eric held his shield 
in front of him. The arrows flew faster and faster. Eric called one of his men to shoot the brave bowman. An arrow broke Einar's bow in his hands, but he only laughed. Olaf said, "Take my bow and shoot Eric." Einar drew the arrow over his head the first time he bent the bow. Then he threw the bow down and sprang on Eric's ship with his sword in his hand. All day long the battle raged until the decks were red and Olaf's ships were only wrecks. Then Eric's men boarded them. Olaf stood on the deck with the spears flying about him. As Eric's men rushed across the deck, Olaf's captain sprang to his side and held his shield in front of the king. For a moment, the captain whispered in the king's ear. Then the two men sprang over the side of the ship. Eric's men only saw the flash of their golden hair. Then they were gone, and there was nothing left but two shields floating on the water. The people thought that Olaf stripped off his armor as he swam beneath the water, and that sometime he would come again. But he never came back, and the people called him. Saint Olaf Thank you for listening to this episode of Mythical Storytelling by Shinjan. If you liked today's story, please subscribe to the podcast to receive automatic notifications for when the next episodes come out. And don't forget to check out all the stories from season 1 if you haven't done that already. Your support means the world to me, so please let me know if you have any thoughts or comments. My Twitter handle is available in the episode description. Finally, please share and pass this pod to your friends and family. Till next time, stay safe and stay inspired. Adios.